Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eat Vermont podcast. My name is Rocket. I am the founder of Eat Vermont. Our mission with this podcast is to highlight voices from all around Vermont's food scene. Today's episode features a conversation with Hannah Blackmer, the farmer behind Fieldstone Farm. Many of you know Hannah from the, her presence at the Montpelier Farmer's Market. Hannah's growing food on the land where she grew up, which is pretty cool. And something that you may not gather from the audio alone in this podcast is that Hannah wears a necklace that says goddess. And in the interpretation of a goddess as someone who nurtures and brings life and is self-empowered, Hannah embodies that beautifully. We had a wonderful time walking around Hannah's property, seeing the greenhouses, seeing where she's growing the food, and taking photos of her for our forthcoming Eat Vermont book. At the end of our conversation, she let me pick a pepper off of one of her plants and eat it, and I was in for a very hot, very memorable surprise. (laughs) All in all, a wonderful visit. Now, before we jump into that conversation, I want to give a huge thank you to this episode's sponsor. Have you heard about the Black River Innovation Campus, AKA Brick, in Springfield, Vermont. Check them out. They've got a great co-working space and no cost tech business startup support. You can learn more and apply to be part of the program at bricvt.org. Now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Hannah Blackmer. Do you say Fieldstone or do you say Fieldston? That's a, that's a good question. I say Fieldstone. I know. Fieldstone. I know. I'd probably say the same. Yeah. It's two words. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, how did this name come about? Um, well, we have a lot of stones. Um, <laughs> and yeah. so I think my dad got into like building stone walls. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, when they started the farm, they were like, what sounds nice? And is also kind of funny in a little sense. So Fieldstone was where they ended up. But okay. Fieldstone was taken. So they went with field stone, two words. Oh, so one word was taken. One word was taken. So they just... The grammatically correct one was taken. We'll say, we'll put a space in here. Yeah. And now it's unique. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you want to... Should we walk around and yeah. then you can tell us the history of the yeah, place? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can start over here. Um, yeah. If it doesn't look great, that's okay. It's still real. Yeah. I'm kind of a perfectionist. How about this pizza oven, I huh? know, yeah. That's really yeah. interesting. So why do you have it on these rails? Just... Um, rolls in and out of this garage. Right. Um, and yeah, so my mom started baking wood-fired pizza 12 years ago. Okay. And it kind of turned into a thing. Mm-hmm. And she's retiring this year, and my partner is taking it on. So within Visual Sight, I see two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one that one's the original up yeah. there, and. Uh, its hearth was made with actual, like, masonry brick, yeah. um, which didn't last very long. Oh, and that's the crack yeah. in the back? Okay. Yeah, so there's the crack in the back, and then the hearth is all kind of rough. I see. But so not in use right now? Only for, like, social gatherings. Gotcha. Great. So, yeah. Uh, so what is the history? Your parents started this farm? My parents started this did farm. Did you up in this house? I did. 1990 on. Mm-hmm. What year did your parents start this? So they started the farm in um, 2010. Oh, so you were like grown. Yeah. 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 I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was in college. Mm-hmm. And my parents called me one day and they were like, we're going to start a small CSA for the neighborhood. I was nice. like, that's so interesting because I was also like on this 
food interest path. Yeah. And so I was like kind of mad at them for waiting until I was gone oh. to, to start the, the farm. Mm. But yeah, so they did that, they did it for a while and then I came back home mm-hmm. in 2015 okay. and joined the team. Is that when you graduated? Nope, I graduated in 2012 okay. and then kind of like dorked around up, you know, upstate New York and- Is that that's where you went to school? Yeah, I went to school in Massachusetts and then moved to upstate New York so and did, did a the... farming season there. Okay. Yeah. So when they started the CSA, just veggies? Just veggies. And then they did meat birds, turkeys. My mom did a winter CSA where she like made soups and, and pickles mm-hmm. and um, added that to the shares. So they really, they like kind of did everything. Yeah. Dry beans. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. I backed it off. <laughs> I was like, that's... <laughs> well, so what is, can you talk us through the range of stuff that you do now? Yeah. So now we're pretty much only vegetables. Um, we do a small amount of blueberries and raspberries and we planted some fruit trees last year. Which fruit? Um, cherries and plums. Mm. I know. Yeah, nice. I'm really, I'm really excited. What We're, was your decision to do that? I don't know. I've been wanting to put trees in. Mm. Like I've been wanting something that really like grounds me here. The veggies are amazing, uh-huh. but they're not really like, it's such a short term game. Right. And I'm working on this like commitment idea of like, I want, I want to see things through the long term. Mm. I don't want just like immediate gratification. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like buzz. Yeah. <laughs> At the perfect circle. Yeah, I'm going to be buzzing in like three years. Get so. the trees in. <laughs> yeah. What you want is like some, like like avocado trees, I think take years before they mature. Yeah. Um, my partner is actually growing bananas right now. Where? So he works at a school and um, they have a four season greenhouse. Cool. And they've just started to fruit. Where is that? Williamstown. Mm-hmm. They got, they're growing bananas in Williamstown? I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we gotta go shoot that. You might have to, you might, you <laughs> I mean, might have to call the banana man. Crazy. Yeah, so Vermont I know. grown bananas? Yeah, yeah. So anyways, yeah, we're, this we're so, into so the. This is like, um, it's a philosophy. Up until this year, really, I like was battling this idea, you know, like socially returning home. Mm-hmm to the place that you grew up, yeah. working with your parents, living with your parents. Yeah. Like no matter how much I love this place, there's always that little demon in the back of my mind of like, I'm not really moving on with my life. Mm. Like, I know I wanna be here. And first of all, it's like, it's really kind of like the only land that I have access to, mm. you know, especially like in the current market. Sure. So there's that, but it is a very magical place. I mean, um, and I don't need yeah. society to define the way that I should live my life. Right. You know? Well, it was so interesting to hear you say that, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I'm standing here on this property and mm-hmm. I look out and I cannot see a single yeah. built structure yeah. besides your own house, I think the vast majority of Americans would see this property and be like, oh, you're in the sticks. Yeah. Which I think you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. but still like the fangs of societal judgment yeah. still reach you out yeah. here. Yeah. But it is interesting how deep that, that goes. And yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot of people who have gone home in this sense. And I'm, I'm super fortunate to be able to do that. Right. You know, um, like it, I don't think I would want to do it any other way because I'm working land that I played on as a kid. And in, in a, like, in a way where like, I don't know, 
shaping each other. Yeah. You know? You're growing together. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what's crazy, though, Hannah, is that I feel like for like all of human history, mm-hmm. it's pretty much what we've done. Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. a, a newish phenomenon yeah. that you yeah. would, like, leave. Yeah. And go somewhere. Yeah. Like, Which is, like, crazy to me. Yeah. Family support is, like, one of the biggest things. Right. To get you through life. We, it's like this crazy thing where it's like, my parents are old, so now they're going to go to the old folks. Home. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not taking care of yeah. them. Right? Yeah. It's like these Sorry. weird yeah. traditions that we've divorced ourselves yeah. from our own families. Yeah. yeah. And the, the land we grew up yeah. on. And like, there's this weird stigma yeah. about that, which mm-hmm. is, but it's an entirely new mm-hmm. phenomenon. Even yeah. the idea of like going to college and then not coming home after right. that is yeah. like a completely new yeah. phenomenon yeah. as of the last 150 years. Oh, that is yeah, beautiful. Isn't that, yeah. The red tatsoi is like, oh my God. What Red a color. Tatsoi. Red tatsoi. Look at those, these luscious leaves. I mean, everything in here looks so healthy. I tell people at the farmer's market, I'm like, this is one of the f- best things that I grow. I don't know. It's like, it's the best of bok choy mm. and the best of spinach in one package. Um, I really yeah. like it with my, with my eggs in the morning. Do you do things organic or how do you? I do. Are you registered um, or? I'm not certified. Do you think about it? I do. I'm not entirely sold on it just because I find it to be a little limiting. And I also find it to not mean exactly what it should mean. (laughs) (laughs) It is a great thing. And if we were anywhere other than Vermont, I would probably consider it more. But here I get to talk to my customers. Right. If they care, they can ask me what I'm doing. For me, I, I think that's like... It's way that's, more important. That's better than any certification. I agree because it's so easy to cheat. Yeah, yeah. The way that it stands now, it mm-hmm. does not mean what it should mean. I'm a no-till, like working towards regenerative farm. Yeah. And some of what I do, you couldn't certify. My CSA is Sunrise Farm. Mm-hmm. Down in Hartford. Mm-hmm. And Chuck was like, yeah, you know. We do it, but yeah. we don't have to. Yeah. And he said, we, you know, we did it for years, and then I thought maybe it wasn't worth, like, all the paperwork. Yeah. So he emailed out his CSA members. Yeah. And said, um, do you care? Mm-hmm. Only one person said, oh, if you go off or- organic, yeah. I can't. Yeah. He said, okay. Yeah. So he went off organic, and she dropped. Yeah. And then the next year, she came back. <laughs> yeah. Which is, and it's like, I, you know, I it's get like asked. Nothing changed about his practice. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's, so. so it's like, what's... Like, I have people that come to the farmer's market and ask me, mm-hmm. are you certified organic? And only once in my eight years of doing it was someone like, oh, well, if you're not certified, then I'm not going to shop here. Right. You know, and again, like, if it were in a state where you came across agriculture more often mm-hmm. that, you know, was, like, very conventional um, and using a lot of pesticides and organic was sort of, like, a new unknown thing, yeah. I would see the value of it. But when you're farming in the same way as those conventional farms, Mm -hmm. but the only difference is you're not using pesticides, like chemical pesticides. To me, it doesn't add up. So, yeah. So, no, I'm not certified. And not, no plans to? No plans to. And do you do a CSA then? I do. I do a small CSA. How many shares? I think we've got like 24 shares at the moment. Mm -hmm. We're a free choice CSA, so folks put on... Uh, an order in on our website and then we box it for them so they can they can pick pretty much whatever they want they can take a day off 
week off, whatever. And then we also have people that come and pick up at the farmer's market. And then do you sell wholesale as well? I do, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we sell to a few places in Warren. Um, Warren Store? Pitcher Inn? Uh, Pitcher Inn. Yeah. Yep. I've heard good things about their program there. Yeah. The chef that I knew just left but they have been they order a ton of stuff and they do a phenomenal job i mean this tatsoi is unbelievable yeah like i feel you know like the popeye cartoon yeah he eats the spinach he gets like that's i feel like i'm uh, metamorphosizing yeah oh yeah i can see you getting stronger (laughs) (laughs) how did you how did you get into this you know when my when i moved back my mom was already growing a lot of like these specialty greens Mm. and she I think they grow well in Vermont they're cold hardy Mm -hmm. so when you're running into the seasons where people want greens and and lettuce is sort of like passing on you get tatsoi and you get bok choy and you get tokibakana I just stubbornly like continued growing them even though they weren't very good sellers Mm. and now they are good sellers like that's and that's very cool. Um, I would eat this every day. Of the week. Yeah, it's wicked. So good. You'll have to tell Chuck. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Cool. Wow. Well, be good. Oh shit. See, that's wow. that's the reaction we go for. That's so it's crazy. How do you do pest and rodent management? Mm. Yeah, Especially rodent. With like open side green. That's a great question. Rodents have been bad this year. Um, we've had woodchucks here, mm. which I've never had a woodchuck here. And we've got like three, four holes, which is really interesting. Mm. Um, I'm not a great rodent catcher in the fall. I did see the trap. The spring is a lot easier because you can kind of see like where the voles are coming in, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. they've made their little tunnels and you're like, okay, now I can, if you think like a vole <laughs> and I make more tunnels, <laughs> maybe I'll catch one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, and then bugs, um, we do use like some certified organic sprays. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but we also use a lot of row cover and most things start to fade out at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that these greens look as good as they do. I mean, they look um, like they're ready for a photo shoot. I know, it's, <laughs> yeah. ki- it's kind of like, oh boy. <laughs> when Haley and I were planting up here, um, all of this straw was mulching our tomatoes. Mm. And I didn't realize how much was up here until uh, we raked it all into the pathways, and it just has made the pathways the like coziest, mm. most luxurious. <laughs> like we started eating lunch up here, and it was like, I at one point I looked over and she was just like laying down as we were transplanting, like <laughs> gently tucking things in. <laughs> Is it just you and Haley now running the farm? Yeah, so Haley works for me full time. Mm -hmm. She has for the last, this is her second season. And then we also have a couple part-time folks that do it like another total three days a week. But their seasons have ended. Mm. 
Yeah. She and I will go up until whenever there's snow cover, basically. Yeah. yeah. Were there tomatoes in here earlier? Yeah. Okay. And that's what yeah. yep. the hanging wires are? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Did you try these? Just? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They, it's crazy. I feel like I'm having an experience. I had this experience eating when I discovered ramps. Yeah. And then I had the same experience when I discovered garlic scapes. Yeah. But garlic scapes, I feel like I got robbed. I said, I've been eating garlic my whole life. Yeah. And I'm in my 20s. I had no learning idea. about garlic scapes? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. My first experience with the garlic scape, I ate like too much of one at once. Mm. And then I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to pass out because that... It was too much garlic, raw garlic at once. <laughs> but I was like, it's so good. I feel like I'm having that experience with this tat soy here. Wow, that's such a compliment. Yeah. That's so cool. What, it definitely has that spinach minerality, but in the like the texture of the stalk, almost yeah. like a, a softer celery stalk, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Like this in a chicken soup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way better than celery, I agree. Yeah. Way better than celery. Maybe celery seed mm -hmm. with tat soy. Yeah. Let's start cooking. Now we're talking. <laughs> Shoot. Let's get in that kitchen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dang. All right, so um, are you guys building a house yet? Yeah, we are. So I built that year in 2016. Cool. I think. And it's right after you moved back. Yeah, yeah. My mom was like, you gotta, you know, find a place to... <laughs> live so i like danced around the neighborhood and then i built this cool. and it's been awesome and then now we're building an addition is it's... it double walled it is insulated okay yeah because someone i knew built a yurt and had real trouble with mold growing in between the layers yeah i wouldn't be surprised if there was a little mold if in there. there was a little mold in there <laughs> <laughs> that's i think that the, the drawback of that yurt style yeah you know? yeah is that one thing that i do wish that i had known more about yeah is my dome doesn't open oh uh, yeah and now my sister lives in california and she lives in a year and she has a dome that opens mm. and i'm very jealous mm. because great airflow yeah. especially in the summer it gets really hot so <laughs> Yeah. And so then you and your partner are building the house. We're building, yeah, it's kind of, it's a cabin-ish yeah. situation. And so we'll live in both spaces. The yeah. cabin will be kitchen and living space. Oh, and nice. then the yurt will be the bedroom. And cool. Yeah. And then this is our farm bathroom. Oh. Yeah. But you're, I mean, this, this is really like the outdoor life. So in the winter, we're going to live in the, oh, you're in the in. house. Okay. Yeah. Cause my mom is going to South Carolina. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and she leaves on Sunday and so then oh, okay. we get plush living. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But That's we'll nice. see about next winter. Yeah. We have a lot to, of work to do yeah. before they are any way livable. So question for you is so, like when you look at the future of what you're doing here, mm -hmm. you're investing in these cherry and plum trees because you're yeah. really making that statement of like investing yeah. in the long term yeah obviously you're building structures yeah it's also part of that yeah do you want to grow more what how big is big enough that's a great question so like we're kind of maxed out land wise there's a little bit more space that i could open up and right now we're at like an acre cultivated here on site mm -hmm. we have another half acre that we lease down the road and so i think you know two acres would be ideal total mm -hmm. you know that's like 
I feel like that's a good size. I think I'd like to diversify a little bit more, yeah. more perennials and have a little bit more land that I can rotate through. We've been very intensive over the last six years. Yeah. And I'm starting to see that like have a little bit of an impact on the soil. Yeah. This year we tried to focus on doing larger areas of cover crop. Yeah. And w this hillside here that we're looking at, what mm -hmm. are you planning to do with it? Well, I think this, I'm thinking that it'll probably be the next space that I open up. I've been mm. a little hesitant because our soil here is not great. It's pretty acidic. Mm. And so I know that like, and again, this is, this is me being like, okay, you've got to, you got to just like do it and commit to it and know that you're working on something for the long term. Mm. You're not going to be able to grow over there in the next like three years, mm. essentially. And my sister's really into growing flowers. She's out in California doing growing flowers right now. Cool. I was like, if I can entice her home yeah. with, <laughs> with maybe a little space for some flowers or maybe a little bit more orchard space. Yeah. 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 So it looks like a great hillside for an orchard. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Gets really good exposure, but I like, I like the size that we're at right now. Productive on a pretty small scale. Yeah. Yeah. What percentage of the food you eat at home do you think comes from what you grow? Great question. I would say the it's a I don't do so much of the cooking, mm -hmm. but I would say seventy five percent, and that is I'm also including if I'm at the farmers market and I'm trading. Mm -hmm. But I would I would say like yeah, sixty to seventy five percent is stuff that we've grown or that I've preserved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow, that's quite a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we eat a fair amount of cheese, mm -hmm. That's so like 20%. <laughs> yeah, it's like cheese taking up and a, a little bit. And a couple foreign foods like avocados but, or something. I don't know. I think we've yeah. been doing pretty good mm. over the last few years. Yeah. Um, Is that cilantro? That's celery. Celery. Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say the leaves are huge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's still big for celery, but it's it's enjoying. It's a glamorous moment. Like I mean, it's it's just like again, yeah. There are so many seeds. Mm -hmm. There are so many varieties of things, and there's so much out there, like that. Like if we look at our latitude, yeah, around the world, around the world, yeah. yeah. You know, like like the the saffron industry yeah. in right, Vermont. Right. You know, yeah. Um, not for me. I don't like using tweezers so <laughs> I'm, I'm good on that <laughs> i'll let other people use the tweezers yeah. are these hot peppers sweet peppers what? these are um actually they're a mix we had yeah. a fun adventure at honeyfield farm oh god i yeah i admire them so much i that's they're who i want to be we just started making hot sauce because mm. i love peppers i think peppers are Amazing. Are those banana peppers down there? Yeah, banana peppers. What are these? Those what are, are cherry bombs. Cherry bombs. Um, and then what are these? These okay. are Fresnos. Oh, okay. So these are a little hot. These are a little hot. These are my favorite. They're actually my second favorite. But these are Fresno and Havasu down there are what inspired my hot sauce adventures. Mm. Yeah. Are they too hot to eat? No. Can I try it? Yeah. I would say they're like, they're less than a jalapeno. Oh. Yeah. 
not bad, but it's always the tip is deceiving. Yeah, yeah. You haven't hit the. <laughs> you get to the the sneaky yeah, seed the part. <laughs> That whole inner yeah. part yeah. that's yeah. because I learned. Valerie got me. Valerie, she's she's a wise one. Um, and then she gave me some Carolina Reapers. Oh and yeah. they're still sitting in my fridge. I don't know what to do with them. Well, like, that's the thing with a hot pepper. Afraid of them. Like that that well, hot want, is. I don't even want to grind and blend no. them because I'm scared. No, it's it's like a death <laughs> sentence yeah. waiting for you. What are these? That's a Havasu. Oh, and this is a ripe color. Yeah. It's like oh, it's delicious. Fruity. Yeah. It's like almost slightly smoky. Yeah. Which well, crazy because it has like the color of like a uh, creamsicle. Yeah. So it gets a little spicier in the middle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have a soup. Nice. Yeah. So. Cool. I know. And then more turmeric. More turmeric. Yeah. Some chives. Green Some onions. scallions, scallions. that will overwinter in here. And then these are. Oh, it's heating up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's so it's so nice to spend time with you and appreciate you taking us around. No, thank you. I mean, it's it's the best when I get to introduce somebody to something new. So for anyone listening, like, you know, these are just going out on the internet. Yeah. But is there anything that you, about yourself or your story that you feel like we haven't covered that you want to share? Um. Or just some life lessons you want to teach somebody? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a great, well, I think, okay, here's a life lesson. Everyone should grow a pumpkin. Mm. Um, it's, it is what? the thing that brings me the most joy. Really? Yeah, and so therefore it's gonna bring everybody joy. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know, it's just kind of like, what a. Well, but why um, does it bring you so much joy? Why does it bring me so much joy? Yeah. I don't know, I think they're really special. Huh. Yeah, they're. Um, like, like how, how fast they grow? Kind of just surprising when mm. they show up and then they're orange and then they look cool mm. and then and then you can carve them later, which I love to do. But I don't know. I think oh. pumpkins are like, if you're interested in growing food mm -hmm. or plants, th that's an easy one. Yeah. You know? Well, vine crops yeah. I think are kind yeah. of easier, right? And it's just like, I mean, I don't know, a pumpkin. Like, yeah. it's like joy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, nice. I don't know. But you, you were going to say something else too, and I cut you off. Oh. Which, that's good advice. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Grow a pumpkin. I think, I mean, I think we've covered everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Holy that smokes. was, I'm sorry, no, that was so hot. No, it's okay. I, mean, I signed up for it. <laughs> Pepper a day. Keeps the doctor away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Thank you Good. so much for this. Well, thank you. Thank you all for tuning in today. If you'd like to support this podcast, please consider leaving us a, a rating, a high rating, <laughs> if you might. Um, and also just sharing it with people that you think might find it interesting to hear these conversation series. Now, we also, of course, want feedback and we would love suggestions of people that we should speak to. So if you want to reach us, you can reach us at hello at eatvermont.com. Thank you all for listening. And remember to eat Vermont.